Hi there, it's Joy Foster, founder of Tech Pixies. I'm delighted today to be joined by Angie Hiscott on our podcast. So Angie is a, one of our social media coaches. She's also one of our social media managers, and she was herself a Tech Pixie. So we can talk a little bit about that journey, but more importantly, I am excited to find out what she thinks is going to be trending in 2021 for Facebook. So welcome to the podcast, Angie. Thank you. Glad to be here. We're glad you're here too. So tell us, what is working on Facebook at the moment and what's not working on Facebook at the moment? Okay, so what's working on Facebook this year is um, the lives, really, use of video and lives, and that, that continues to uh, be an upward trend, and I think that will continue in 2021. Um, nobody could have really predicted 2020, could they? So uh, I think it's been a huge um, change, really, in the way that people use social media. And so one of the things that people have been looking for, I think, in 2020 is connection and Facebook Lives gives you that connection. So I think that's a trend that will definitely continue. Uh, it's, it's very popular, even just video, even if it, even not live, just videos are very popular on social media. So that's an upward trend. And what do you think is the optimal amount of time that someone should be doing a live, especially if they're just starting? It should be at least 10 minutes that's the minimum really because it takes a little while for people to join the live Facebook notifies people and then it takes a little while for them to join and then the more people that join the more people get notified so you, you need to be looking at uh, 10 minutes at least really and what are things that people can do to get people engaged so that they're actually commenting on the live because that matters right it's not just about going live and talking it's about getting people to actually respond to those lives so what what kind of things can people do to get that going yeah, you can do things like ask questions. You should always just be keeping an eye on your comments because people like to interact. That's the whole point of them, really, isn't it? So you keep an eye on your comments and you greet people by name. And when you're reading out the comments, you mention them by name and you, you interact with them. Don't just talk nonstop. Uh, and then people love that. You can have a whole conversation with them just via the comments section. That's true. I know I, whenever I've watched someone else do a live, uh, you kind of, especially when there's a lot of people and they call you out, you're like, oh, they saw my comment. And there's hundreds of people here for the big lives, of course. But I think it's interesting when you do, when the, when the, the audience is small enough that you can actually call people out, it really makes them feel special. It, may, it makes them feel kind of, you know, heard. And that, I think that's really important right now, like you said, with connection uh, needing to be a big factor going forwards. Um, what do you think about the technology that you can use to get on lives on uh, on Facebook? We've been experimenting with something called StreamYard uh, and really loving that. Um, are there other technologies that you know about that, that are going to be popular in 2021 for going live on Facebook? Well, there are lots of technologies. There's lots of different ones. I think it depends um, on your computer. There's certain ones for Mac, aren't there? And there's certain ones for PC. I mean, Facebook Live itself is, is uh, a good enough technology for anyone that doesn't want to start investing in, in external apps. But if you want to do it professionally and start using um, an SLR camera and extra add-ons like that, then you will need to invest in uh, Ecamm, Ecamm for Mac or StreamYard. I know you use that one. So yeah, and there's lots of technologies out there personal preference really I think yeah totally and actually I think the main advantage of doing that is being able to um, easily have guests on and then also easily share your screen because that was one of the things that I found tricky with Facebook live was I couldn't then share my screen and talk at the same time and that's what StreamYard allowed me to do for yeah. sure yeah. um what's so video is important right so give us some top tip uh top tips on using video particularly on facebook lives what's a couple things that you should be doing 
Okay, you need to think about your background for a start. <laughs> think about where you are and, and just test out your background and make sure it's it's got the right for you. For example, you have the Tech Pixies logo in the background. So if you're a business, it's important to be on brand with your background. And it's important. Yeah, and if anyone was looking at your background, they'd think you were a, a musician. <laughs> <laughs> if we, you're are listening- a, we are a musical family, it's true. <laughs> If you're listening to this podcast, she's in her music room in her house. So there's the piano and there's the drums and everything else. I've never actually seen the music happening, but it's there. And I know it's happening when she's not working. So um, what's really interesting to me, though, is sometimes people will go on and they don't think about that. Like they've got their bed in the background or they've got like a mess in the background. And it just it's not that you can't have a mess. I mean, honestly, if you looked at the rest of this room, you would see how messy it was. But it's it's something kind of calming about having the background be a little bit organized and tidy. Um, have you heard of this trend of having like a pop up behind you or even doing a green screen so that you just cover up what's behind you and you're just using the virtual backgrounds as well? Yes, they're quite good. I mean, everyone's done that on Zoom, haven't they? We all discovered the virtual backgrounds on Zoom and we were in space or in Florida or San Francisco or wherever. Um, so if you haven't got a, a, a nice background, that is one option. Um, you can just use the virtual one and you can use a branded virtual one just by um, taking a screenshot of your logo and putting that behind you. That can work. That's true. That's a great idea. So you can actually put your logo on your virtual background and then just do whatever virtual background you want. So um, what about uh, lights? So do you have a ring light? I don't. I just have natural light at the moment. I'm sat by a window. So that's another thing, really. You've got to think about the location of your computer. So I'm, I'm sat by a big window. So at the moment, I have daylight. If you're not near a window, then you will need um, a minimum of a ring light in front of you. And then you can have a side light either side, softbox lights if you want, if you want three and surround yourself that way. That's what I've got. I've got a softbox light. Um, I didn't even know that's what it was called. So thank you for giving me the vocabulary for that. I I think I have like a Max Dog or something like, I don't know what it's called. I can't, I can't remember what it's called, but um, yeah, so I don't have the ring, which I, but instead I end up with a big box if I have my glasses on. So that's also something to think about if you're wearing glasses, how you angle your light so that it doesn't reflect on your glasses. Um, When you're talking about the window, I think that's really important because I think a lot of people make the mistake of like sitting with the window behind them. Mm. and then that then the light comes through and then they're totally black you know blacked out and you can't see them so I think that's also really important to make sure that the light is on the front of you rather than behind you because that impacts the video yeah. um what about microphones uh do you think microphones are important for Facebook lives they are I mean it does depend on the setup you've got but um a microphone certainly helps your sound quality um, have you got a microphone on right now I haven't got it plugged in funnily enough <laughs> All right. So I've got a Yeti blue. Uh, it's a, well, it's a blue and it's a, uh, it's a Yeti obviously, but it's gold. So you can see I've got my gold, my gold microphone here. I think I've got really the same cool. one. Just not plugged in. <laughs> it's not plugged in. <laughs> we won't tell anybody. Um, all right. So, but that's really important. I think, you know, the, the thing is, is even if you don't go with the fancy live software, just getting good lighting and just using a microphone, there are two steps that you can do to go to move forwards um, with making more engaging videos. Do you think you have to bring energy to videos uh, or, you know, what happens if you talk the way that you normally talk in real life and you look the way you normally look in real life, what, what's the difference? 
Oh, it's like presenting, really. So when you're on video, you've got to think that you're in front of a room full of people. And when you're presenting, you do bring yourself to life and, and move a bit more. Now, I think it is quite hard on video because you sat down. Normally, when you're presenting, you stood up and, and you naturally move more. But when you're sitting down, you don't. So you do have to consciously smile and, and be more animated than you would be if you were just talking to someone who's standing right next to you and put some intonation in your voice as well. So uh, it's, it's not just one tone. You, you need to get your your personality and your emotions across just just through your voice and almost a little bit more than normal just because there is this you know something you lose a bit of that with the camera in a way that you don't lose in real life um i've also heard that it's important and actually i think i do it naturally you almost have to speak a little bit faster when you're when you're on a video um not going crazy 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 fast but you know not also talking slowly because that's you know people don't have time for that anymore so they want that energy um to come out but they want the speed so that's great. Okay. What else can you be doing on Facebook? I know you wrote for us the 50 irresistible questions uh, doc, which is brilliant. Our students love that. Um, and it's a bonus when you join our free training. Um, so tell us about your 50 years of your 50 irresistible questions and why they work. They're irresistible. <laughs> like going back to the connection thing, really, people want to connect with businesses and um, you can't always um, act as a, as a customer and be wanting to purchase constantly. Sometimes you just want to have a conversation with people. And so I think businesses that, that just reach out to people on a normal level and ask a general question that affects everybody's daily life, people then want to interact with it. And um, it's a way of connecting with your customers without selling to them. So you ask a general question that might affect everybody like um what's the bravest thing you've done or what's the best piece of advice you've been given or, you know, what's on your Christmas list um, or what did you get for Christmas? That would be yeah. current at the moment. You know? but, and, and, and the irresistible factor is that they, that they can't, re they can't resist answering it. Right. Like I, I, I posted one in the group the other day or the other week that was something like, um, uh, Android or iPhone, right? I mean, that's when you're always going to get responses from. And that one went nuts, didn't it? Mm, it did, totally. <laughs> yeah, that one did go nuts. But I think, yeah, I think that question, like, what did you get for Christmas is great too. And it, it's interesting as well to be conscious of people who don't celebrate Christmas uh, because I know that, you know, it was interesting. I was on a call and I was saying to people, uh, you know, you could use a fit, uh, an irresistible question like, you know, what's your favorite Christmas song? And then I said, okay, let's try it right now. What's your favorite Christmas song? And then it was quite, it was kind of crickets. And then someone said, I don't celebrate Christmas. And I thought, oh no. So I guess it's like knowing your audience, like recognizing that not everyone in the world celebrates Christmas. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I think that, yeah, just be culturally aware of what's going on in, 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 you know, the wider world. Um, so the ears, okay. So 50, so you've got your irresistible questions that you're asking, you're doing lives. What else can someone be doing on Facebook? What's what's a what's important to be doing, and what should or let's put it the other way: what should you not be doing on Facebook? Well, just going back to what you should be doing, it, part of the connection I think is building your community. So I think it's important to have groups. A lot of businesses are getting some getting value from creating groups linked to their page, and in that way you can get feedback directly from your customers, and you can test things out in there and, and get some insights from them. And it's all about creating that connection because we don't have the in-person experience. It hasn't been the same in 2020 and it, it probably won't be quite the same in, in 2021. So it's all about recreating that in-person experience virtually and, and building your community that would otherwise be in your shop, building it virtually, which you can do using Facebook groups. 
I love that. I love that. We And we also, in the Tech Pixies course, we have the quick start guide to Facebook groups and just how to get yourself up and running with those groups. And actually, like you said, I, I, did, a, I did a talk for the Pilates Teachers Association. I was saying to them, you know, hey guys, there's nothing wrong with setting up a group and charging people to go into that group and then doing daily, you know, doing daily practices in there, right? There's nothing wrong with that. And you can use groups to do that. And, uh, and so I think um, setting up groups is really important. And I love your idea of setting up groups for paying customers, you know, people who bought from you, because um, what we know in marketing is that people who buy from you once, if they love you, they might buy from you again. And so you want to be creating products that they're going to love. And so how best to do that or how better to do that than to be in a group with them. I'm not a huge fan of free Facebook groups. Um, I find that they, they're, they're not great. What, what's your take on free Facebook groups? Um, I think it's a good start. I think really you would you start with a free group to, to get people in it and then you might actually have a paid one uh, as a section of that so people get get the free elements but those that want the sort of VIP experience pay to be in in the kind of inner group um, I think if you're just starting off it's good to offer a free one yeah that's so true. People get a taste of what they're getting and then within that you can then have a paid offering um, and, and offer a little bit more for those ones that want to pay yeah, that's definitely true. And and people are doing that for sure. I know we do free pop-up groups for our social media supercharge mm -hmm. and we get people learning about social media and then we close the pop-up group and then move to the paid group uh, because it's it's just a lot of work to manage both and actually a lot of time and effort and you do manage them. So talk <laughs> about managing, uh, let's talk about community management on Facebook because that you are 100% a pro at. You've been doing it for a long time. So give us some top tips on community management and groups for Facebook. And um, top tips, really, it's the same as we you do for your page. It's no comment left behind. So you have to be in there at regular intervals and, and keep an eye on people's posts and make sure that nobody's post disappears. Everybody's post is um, reacted to and, and commented on. And it's the same thing with the irresistible questions. Ask, ask a question in your group that people can't resist answering just to gain engagement. Um, recognize your top contributors because people like to be recognized in that way and, and welcome new people have a welcome post for um, people that are joining because it can be quite daunting if you suddenly launched into a big group and you you sort of don't know the etiquette and and nobody knows you so it's nice to be welcomed in that way and introduce yourself yeah, for sure. And I think that no comment left behind is so important. We teach that in the social media supercharge. And I just that just doing that alone for a lot of people increases their engagement because what people don't realize is that if you don't comment back to when people comment on your stuff, then they don't bother commenting again, you know, and it's, it's all about feeling heard and, 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 you know, or feeling like someone heard you or feeling like someone connected with you. Like you said, it's all about connection. I love that. Um, this has been great, Angie. There's so many great tips in here. Uh, anything else you want people to know about Facebook? Is is Facebook still a viable, important network in 2021? Oh, of course. Facebook is huge. <laughs> 2.7 pe billion people in the world are on Facebook. It's massive. You've got to be on Facebook. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the trends with Facebook, like I said, will be lives. And I think um, the other the other big growth is e-commerce. So I think shopping's going to be big in 2021. And um, things like augmented reality, again, because of COVID, people can't go into the stores and have, have makeup um, demonstrations and things like that. So I think we're going to see an increase in the, the virtual experience of, of having your makeup done online and, and use of augmented reality equipment there. 
Yeah, that's super interesting. I know Pinterest, we were talking about this, that where they introduce like being able to try different lipsticks and things like that. So that's yeah. super cool. Yeah, absolutely. So, it's just ways of, of making the shopping experience that you would have had in store um, better online. I think that's going to continue in 2021. What would you say to the person who's say, thinking, oh my gosh, like, okay, I've got to be on Facebook, but you know, everyone else has been on Facebook for so many years. How could I possibly start? Is it too late to start a Facebook page? Is it too late to start a Facebook group? No, no, it's never too late. Anybody can start one. <laughs> Definitely. I, I knew that was the answer. I just wanted you <laughs> to say it. Of course you, you know, Everybody should be on Facebook. If you're not on Facebook, where have you been? <laughs> okay, I mean, but what, biz- what businesses are good for Facebook in 2021? It's largely uh, B2C. So it's largely business to consumer um and businesses I mean B2B tends to be LinkedIn and Twitter I mean you do get B2B on Facebook but I would say um, it's more uh, reaching you consumers I, I've kind of seen it where for example in the online course space they'll you'll have someone who's who's speaking to an entrepreneur right so that is sort of B2B but actually the customer is an entrepreneur who wants to know how to do something you know you like using a, an online course yeah so, and businesses are run by people and people are on Facebook aren't they so there is a connection there yeah people still buy from people right yeah, exactly yeah perfect oh this is great well any other top tips you want to leave us with for Facebook for 2021 it's all about community I think that's going to be the key thing so uh, community 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 I love it community and, connection and you know what I think what's really important is we, we are so lucky at Tech Pixies because we have such an amazing community. I mean, the alumni community and the current students community, which is now called Social Media Magic, but that, that group is just a beautiful group. And, and, you know, I think community managers can set the tone, right? So we yeah. can set the tone for what is appropriate in our group. And, and, you know, in our group, it tends to be really positive. We tend to encourage people to share their wins, no matter how big, no matter how small. Um, we tend to encourage people to, you know, not be afraid to ask a question because if you've got the question, somebody else has the question. And, you know, we don't, I mean, we, we're very lucky. We haven't had anybody really come in with any negative commentary or come in with any kind of, you know, doom and gloom kind of stuff. So we're really lucky in that way. Um, so I do think it's important to know that you can set the narrative for your group. You can set the tone for your group. You can set the rules for your group as well. You know, you can say no self-promotion allowed if you don't want self-promotion and you have the right to do that because you run the group. So, um, but I think if it is about community, you want it to be a, a positive and uplifting experience for people because they're more likely to come back in that case. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, moderation is important. That's true. You, you do need to set the rules and have people agree to them when they join and, and then, you know, not be afraid (laughs) to enforce them. Yeah, I know. That's always the tricky part, like sending someone the we're taking your post down message, you know, Uh, not fun. But but actually people, if people understand the rules and they respect them, it it works itself out, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, brilliant. Well, thanks for your time, Angie. I really appreciate it. And of course- Anyone who gets to, uh, anyone who joins the Tech Pixies program in 2021 gets to 
hang out with Angie more because Angie is our social media coach for Facebook. And not only does she run the Facebook uh, feed for Tech Pixies, she also runs the Facebook groups for Tech Pixies, multiple groups that we run. And she also does all the coaching calls. So she does all the questions in the question vault about Facebook and she answers all the questions and troubleshoots when people are really struggling on Facebook. So, you know, she is your go-to person for Facebook in 2021 for sure for Tech Pixies. And we're so thankful uh, that you love your job and do such a great job at it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's a great job. And on that note, we'll close the podcast. Have a great day. Bye.